0: Ladbrokes are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to 50 pounds of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now.
1: Welcome home. Welcome, come on in and close the door. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Mm. All things start anew. It's a brand new season. Same old arguments, but brand new season. Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, we're here in the heart of Londinium, bringing you news of a team in Manchester uh, with a bloke who looks like Moses and another one who's gone all the way to God's land in Manchester to find himself a girlfriend. My name's Eddie Nesta. Um, I'm your host for tonight. With me is the accountant. What's your name, accountant? Mr. David Collins. Hello, everyone. How are you? And the beard is getting longer. We'll get a picture up on the website, actually. Uh, I'm, g- I'm think... going to
2: grow it until we, you know, we get through this process. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: talking about a process. Here's Robert Meekin. How are you, mate?
0: Yeah, fine. My, my beard is less impressive currently. Can you
1: can you grow a beard, Robert?
0: I have tried. It looks. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sort of boy man in my general look, so it looks a bit stuck on when I do have a beard. Yeah, it, it it's not a look I should cultivate. I fear. Yeah, not la- for some time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like my last girlfriend. It's a pleasure to have you on the uh, <laughs> podcast, mate. Look, I mean, we could talk games. We could talk uh, where we're going to end up is the travesty the monstrosity, or maybe not, that's the transfer market was spent, in the transfer market around 860 odd million pounds, uh, more than Italy, more than Spain, uh, and it's huge amounts of money, how have Manchester United fitted into that? Will we win the premiership? Are we in a better position than we were in last year? All those questions tackled and indeed answered. We need you to spread the word about the podcast. This is where you have your view on your team heard, where you can Have your say on the team of the day, which is Manchester United. Dave Collins, Swansea have beaten us, what, last three or four times they've played us now. They play in a kind of a seminal way. You've got that boy now uh, who's uh, pulling the strings from their midfield. They've bought about eight players. Mm. They've managed to, no, they haven't bought that many players, but certainly Monk has managed to do a good job with them. Why have they got the Indian sign over us?
2: (sighs) That's an, I can't give you that answer. Shall I go now? Well, no. I mean, is, it, I mean, is it
1: them playing well or us playing poorly? I think for,
2: if you look at the game, the first twenty, it was. It's the same old story for United, isn't it? The first twenty-five minutes, we were on top. We didn't take our chance. They got back into the game. The manager is actually, you know, he's on top at the moment compared to other managers in the Premier League. He changed it around, and LVG didn't have an answer for it. Um, we're struggling. We've been struggling. We don't have enough firepower up front, and the creativity wasn't there. You would have thought with everyone was crying out for Herrera to come into the team, comes in at the ten, in the number 10 position, you thought we might, have, we might have gone on and won the game. And to have won it as well, the most upsetting thing is to not win it and a chance to go second. This has happened so many times over the last few years when we've had an opportunity, we haven't taken it. And um, I, don't know, I don't know where the goals are going to come from at the moment. It's looking looking a bit bitter and dismal for me
1: and and interestingly enough uh, uh, you know in champions league through uh, europe uh, uh, the, the man with the hair although not at the sides interestingly enough mr rooney's been scoring goals but he doesn't look anywhere near scoring goals in the premiership what's happening robert
0: yeah no it's been a, a, as dave rightly says we look very we look alarmingly light up front and rooney Looks almost sort of castrated, doesn't he, in that role? No, he, let's let's not forget he scored. <laughs> he did score a hat trick only the other day, admittedly against Club Bruges. But I he's barely sort of touching the ball. I think he's having to, he's having to, he's under Van hal 's instructions to play this role where he, he really is rooted pretty much in between two centre-backs. And I just don't, I don't think, to be honest, it's a role that particularly suits him. We've gone for ages that Rooney needs to be an out-and-out striker. He's not at all convincing as an out-and-out nine in my my belief, my belief, he always is as most effective as a marauder, causing chaos behind the main striker. And I think, yeah, it's, it's been a disappointing start. I don't think we learned that much more different, though, from United. This, this defeat against Swansea, the, t- the performance wasn't much different to the performances where we got away with it previously in a couple of premiership games Then drew with Newcastle. I think that's pretty much the level we are at the minute. We simply do look beatable.
2: Eddie, do you, do you think that Wayne Rooney is good enough to play on his own as an out-and-out striker, as a number nine? I, I, there's a, you know, people have talked about Rooney's decline over the last few years, um, and that he wasn't the player he was, and maybe starting at such an early age, he's already kind of got his body, he may be 30, but his body's more like 34. Do you think he's good enough? Do you think he's going to be able to score the goals? And you're talking about now, we'll go on to the transfer window, I'm sure, but th- we've got rid of every single striker that we have had in this club. We've got, I think, James Wilson left, and, and, and him. And Wilson possibly could be going out on loan. Is he going to fire you to any kind of glory at all? So, so when,
1: in reading all the papers and all the different <clears throat> things, what, one of the little articles that I came across was an article about Ronaldo and Messi. And this is interesting, because what it said was that both of them have changed the way they play neither of them are the man right up front in the way they were they're not making those runs down the wing through the pointless runs anymore they've both had to pull back slightly and they have both had to create chances for themselves and change the game because they are getting older I haven't seen any response either through Rooney, the team, the manager. It may well have been there, but I can't see it on the pitch to the fact that he isn't 24 anymore. So he isn't going to be able to do it. You know, we we saw it with Skulls, didn't we, as he was getting older. Giggs, you you have to change the way you play. So I don't know. You know, he's a, a skillful player and he should be able to play as a striker, but not in the way that we are playing at the minute.
0: Well, I think and that's Van Gaal's decision. I mean, he's basically said to Rooney, and this has been quoted widely, he's happy for Rooney to have just 20, 25 touches in a match. As long as he's on the end of something during that, that's the role he He doesn't want. Rooney charging around up and down the channels anymore. So Rooney is is basically playing to orders. I mean, it, it's not that suddenly he's lacking interest or anything like that. He's simply that is the role he's been assigned to by Van Hal. And as you say, so far, it's, apart from against Club Bruges, it hasn't looked convincing. And, and I think he's just desperately lacking. What I think as, as bigger issue as that is the is the players around him. Where are the players beating the fullbacks, opening up the space for someone like the? Whoever's there out front to prosper. We haven't got those players performing at that level presently. Well, you, don't, you is, don't
1: get the sense that they've got the fruit. eye has gone off on, on loan, which gone, I strongly adornment. object
0: to. I have to say, strongly object. I think that was a very disappointing There's decision. Some strange
2: decisions, and you mentioned Robert about Rooney playing to orders, and I get the impression when I watch the team when they're aff- playing offensively that they're scared to give the ball away That's in right. case Can when they, they come off yeah. if they come off they're going to get dropped and or that something was, that, that was
1: his big problem with Yanezai when Yanezai scored the goal that won us the game. Everybody was kind of lauding it as the return of the young Marouda, mm. and he was talking about the fact—not that he scored, but the fact that he gave the ball away too often. Yeah. So what I see is I see the back passes because they're playing. Who was it? Wilkins, who you used to call the crab. Yeah,
2: yeah, the crab. The yeah. crab,
1: yeah. They're scared of giving the ball away.
2: I believe that, 100%. So it's sideways, backways, out. It's, it's n- there's no penetrative passes. No one wants to take a risk. There's no flair. No, there's no flair. And, and because he's, he's kind of beaten it out of them, they're too scared to take a risk. And without risk, there's no reward. And that's the difference. When you played under Ferguson, we shouldn't keep harking back to those times. It's, a different, it's different now. But we, the amount of times United would give the ball away under Ferguson, the amount of times our defence would be... <laughs> and, uh, in trouble I, you know, we'd have lots of chances against us but we'd always make chances we'd always keep making chances when you watch us now you can't see us getting a chance you can't see us coming back and scoring a goal and that's the difference and that's the sad thing and I don't know how much longer this can go on for well, get, as long as you're top
1: four as long as we are top four but we're not Arsenal
2: can... I mean I, I said outside no, no, no. Arsenal, so Arsenal just want top isn't? four but let's be honest um, Van Gaal with his transfer dealings He's put himself in a really sticky position, uh, situation now because he's got rid of basically 20 players have left the club, either been sold or on loan in this transfer window. And uh, six have come in. He's left us short up front. We've got more goalkeepers than we have strikers. If there's an international weekend coming, if Rooney gets injured over this weekend, what do we do?
1: Well, you've got, you hold on a minute, you've got a new striker, yeah, 19 years old, 30 odd million pounds. I mean, I know that it says in the paper here that Monaco are laughing. Uh, that, tell us about how it got up. You're the accountant. Yeah. How did the price get up so high, David? Yeah,
2: within, within a week, uh, the, initial, um, the initial starting price was $21.6 million, And within one week, it went $28.836 36 million, And you know, even now, up to $50.4 million with bonuses. And one of these amazing bonuses that they've been able to haggle, Monaco, because they didn't really want to sell the player, was that they'll get an extra few million pounds if he wins the Ballon d'Or. I mean, this is just ridiculous. How United work in the tr- in the transfer market as a football club. If he, if he gets
1: the Ballon d'Or, it means we've probably won the Champions League. If we've won the Champions League, they're happy to give away a couple of million. I mean, it is pie in the sky and it's fairy tale land. But is this not what we used to do? You know, we've seen Manchester City buy two players, what at one twenty, 120, one twenty-four. Admittedly, an awful lot of money. But those are the young players. I remember talking to you, Robert Meakin, that headline saying, United have bought uh, Ronaldo. No, not that one. When <laughs> he was a kid, you yeah. know, n- now yeah. the youngster has gone on to be one of the most expensive players in the <laughs> world. Uh, is, would you not prefer us to see us buy this kid than to buy Di Maria?
0: I said, I mean, I was, I was saying only the other week, I, obviously, if United are savvy about it, I much prefer the idea of us buying young lads who could end up being superstars of the futures, who could be the future Thomas Mullers, who could be the, you know, the, the future Messies and all the rest of it, rather than trying to chase 30 year old Spaniards who only want to come here just to make a few quid and don't want to be playing for Manchester United. I'd, be mu- I'd much rather be scouring Europe and England, getting these young lads in at that earlier stage. I bought somewhat at the price. I have to, I should hasten to add that that's a hell of a price to pay for potential. And I think, looking at it now, we really I mean Van Hol's uh, success. at uh, transfer strategy is hugely reliant on both Memphis and Marshall yep. being real hits. Yep. That's what it comes down to. We're yep. really reliant, and hit, both of them. And the, and the jury is out. Let's really hope they do. But I, I think that is. Well, Van has staked his own future on in terms of because that, that's what we're relying on the goals coming from, along with yeah. Rooney when he hits form. That's what, that's, our, that's what he's put his future stake in. So it's now for us to see and judge. We just don't know with Marshall. We simply don't know. We just know it's a hell of a lot of money to spend on potential.
2: Yeah, but what about the DNA of United, which is. Going back, to Busby is bringing through your own players, bringing yeah. through them. But nobody's the local, doing that, and, and nobody's it's just, doing and that. And we're just Stop you it. Know, you're, we you're, Now you're doing no, that. I know I'm being nonsense. romantic, but what my point is: nobody is, is doing to, it. To spend,
1: Chelsea have 32 yeah. players out on loan. Last player they bought through the youth system was a guy called John Terry. I know, but
2: it's, that's ridiculous. But I mean. To spend thirty six million, it's a punt, isn't it? You, it, you're, it's it's on potential. You don't know what's going to happen with this player. He's for, for thirty six million. You want him to be at United for the next ten years and be end end up being like Ronaldo. Yeah. But what a risk that is, and and a risk that Van Haal has taken that could actually cost him his job because if he the amount of players that he's let go, you know, if you, like you said, Robert uh, Depay. Who's come from a, a lower league and worse with, in with Monaco where um, Martial's come from, they, yeah, they don't even really play football there. It's gonna it's gonna take him such a it's gonna be really mm. difficult for him to transition into playing with United. What a risk. You what see, a you, risk. But but I'm happy about I'm
1: happier about the risk than I am about the debacle at the back. We've mm-hmm. got How many international goalkeepers now have we got? Who's the top man? What must De Gea be thinking? Are Real Madrid as much to blame as Manchester United? It's a horrible situation and embarrassing, Robert Meekin, for Manchester United.
0: It's utterly, utterly shambolic and was always avoidable. If we just focus on the De Gea situation, that... How we ever managed to change having who is arguably the best goalkeeper in the world into a huge problem for us is remarkable. That we, that we wasn't signed up, that we didn't even sign him up again with a get out clause that someone would have to pay 30 million for him, that old the Suarez approach. We didn't have the forethought to cover ourselves. It, and then, obviously, the Keystone Cops stuff of this week with the contract was plain embarrassing, was tragic for the player, and could again and be damaging for us. We have not covered ourselves in glory at all. It has made United to look very short-sighted and amateur I'd hasten to add though that Real Madrid uh, could well be equally culpable with this we know the sort of skill degree they are capable of You're getting, we're getting a lot of propaganda from both sides and so neither can be completely believed but what we can be certain of is that Manchester United have looked foolish and have handled the Zégea situation badly for several weeks stroke months yeah
2: I think that United you know, have kind of lost their dignity, I really, within the transfer window and just running of a club recently. I mean, every every player is connected to us, and we talk about, and even the club talks about potential signings in the press. This is something that never used to happen before. You you kind of wake up in the morning, we'd have a signing, and no, but there know is about
1: always it. going to be a difficult stage yeah. after a dynasty.
2: Please don't talk about transition. Please no, don't talk I about found a philosophy. not talk about it's a
1: dynasty though. Is the, that the he, new one? No, we've. We, after a process. These are
2: moments after a dynasty. <laughs> I understand that, but it's, it, Roberts is it's right. This is the. The Ramos and De Gea thing from the start was a, was a complete. Well, Ramos was a has paid everybody. Yeah, it was, 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 was a joke, and it ended that way as well. It wouldn't surprise me if this fax that was getting sent through that. Uh, Louis van Gaal went into the room and kicked the plug out the wall so it didn't go through but I think if Real Madrid wanted him that much they, they really should have paid, paid the money weeks yep. ago and yeah. you know there's a school of thought isn't there that they they kind of bulked at it at the end and this poor other goalkeeper that was supposed to be coming the other way you know he it, that didn't happen as well the whole thing is just stinks and then to sign Martial I, I don't even know the kid even Wayne Rooney he could be a Martian for all Ray, Wayne Rooney knows he never even heard of him he had to ask Morgan Snyder who is this player drifting in from yeah, to, sign, to sign him for all that money, but then Ed Woodward can't. He's trying to, you know, trying to make money over the Pedro deal, trying not to spend as much money on that. So you spend 22 on that, but he wants to spend, you know, 36 on this other place. It, I that's, don't know. What, that's
1: what I mean. It smacks of, could, of can I also point the, out, Yeah,
0: could I also point out there's a small matter of the fact we have lost 29 million pounds in the last couple of days. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Dad, I mean, that was supposed to cover this kid coming from France. Yeah. Largely covered his feet, and we haven't got that.
2: And on top of that, you've you've lost the 29 million, and then you've got to pay De Gea's wages for the rest of the season as well, which is another, you know, millions of pounds as well. And then at the end of the season, we're going to have to spend an absolute fortune to replace him. And, you know, and everyone's going to know, want, everyone knows we're going to need a goalkeeper and we're going to be... If we have to go to Tottenham to get Lloris, we're going to have a problem because it's going to to cost a a fortune.
1: Absolute fortune. I was so surprised that De Gea didn't uh, inspire a record goalkeeping signing. Here's a kid, 20 odd, 23, <clears throat> 24 years of age, uh, a reputation high mm. up there, can only really be Courtois, Czech, and maybe one other, uh, the big German boy yeah. arguing with him. It, it, you know, he's well up there as one of the best goalkeepers absolutely. in the world, and he's going to go for absolutely nothing. nothing. It's
2: ridiculous. And how United have even, like Robert said, let that run down to that point. It shows again. I mean, Ed Woodward, he's an accountant. He comes from KPM. He was the guy who helped broker the deal with the Glazers. That's why they brought him into the club. He's a money man. He can bring in the noodle deals. He can bring in the the Far East betting deals. But he doesn't know how to deal with football people and how to do deals in football. Everyone knows football business is completely different to every other business in the world. Mm, And at the moment, he's struggling with it. He is struggling. And I think LVG is even he's causing problems as well because you also hear that he was the one that pulled the plug on the Pedro deal from under his feet. And like I said, 20 players out and six in. I mean, at the start of the transfer window, we were pretty happy who were coming in. But at the end, it's turned into a kind of fiasco. And the worst is is that Kind of a laughing stock, and that hurts more than anything. There you go,
1: just uh, a passionate fans plea uh, for some sense to return to Manchester United. Uh, but uh, by the way, there's still time to join our Manchester United Redcast Dream Team League. Go to www.dreamteamfc.com, register a team for free, then join our league by entering a pin number 8394900. You want that again? Okay. Assigned T-shirt to a player Picked out randomly And lots of prizes throughout the season There you go I'm top Uh, of the
2: league, isn't Yeah, Absolutely I'm I'm Uh, like uh, Are you? Well, I I would have been But I put (laughs) Harry Kane up front And he's not scored a goal
1: And by the way, we've also signed up with Ladbrokes to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we've wrangled out of them for you. So don't uh, waste this opportunity. Follow the links on the uh, description to the show uh, or on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there's a free bet of up to 50 quid. That's half a bar to anybody in England. Uh, That's uh, for you when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. L for Lady A for Andrew, D for Donkey, 50. I could have got myself in a lot of trouble there, couldn't I?
0: So, hold on a minute.
1: Robert Meekin, let's do this. Yep. I have had dog's abuse on Twitter from a couple of my mates and some idiot called Dave something or another. Uh, Here's the thing. We're above Arsenal in the Premiership. We're above Tottenham in the Premiership. We're above Liverpool in the Premiership. We're above Chelsea in the Premiership.
0: Well... What's the problem? What's the problem? Well, no, actual the problem actually with, with the with the league position at the minute is pretty by the by. That, that's I, I've never real worries about the position per se. It's not it's not remarkable. It's not particularly surprising. My bigger concern is the direction that is the team that we just in terms of that we've got rid really, of. We haven't addressed the, the striker issue. We haven't addressed the centre-back issue. And that, that's going to come, and also the goalkeeping debacle. That's the bit that distresses me as a fan. The league position, I've almost forgotten, to be honest. The fact we're fifth after four games is almost trivial. It's more about like where this team is going in the short to medium term. And judging by the activities of recent days, that has not been convincing.
2: No, performance, performance. That is the issue. And i i haven't played that
0: well early on. No, yeah,
2: this... uh, we haven't played that well. But I'm, I'm actually concerned we're going to finish in the top four at the moment. Because That's, like I said, if we, get, if we can't score the goals, if we can't give them the ammunition, if Rooney gets injured, we are going to struggle. We will struggle. And I think some of the transfer dealings and the way LVG has worked and within this period, I'll say it now, after four weeks into the red cast, I think he'll get sacked at the end of the season. Right. If we don't win something have, have and forgotten? we don't finish higher than fourth, we're going to have a struggle. Have, have you a not trouble. heard
1: about the new striker, the new strike uh, machine, a new find.
2: Aguero? Fellaini. Play- oh, Fellaini. <laughs> <laughs> The lanky poodle. That, 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 was in the,
1: that was in the paper. Okay, look, uh, let's talk uh, Newcastle. Because uh, th- that is the team that you are supposed to beat, the sort of team that you're supposed to beat uh, if you want to be serious about things. Uh, disappointing there, Robert.
0: Yeah, actually, I'll tell you what, their, their goalkeeper had a bit of a stormer as well, didn't he? I mean, it was obviously a game we should have, we should have nicked and, and won. And he said, it was a typical thing, we started and we looked so comfortable, you just thought, well, there's certainly going to be goals in this. And they never materialised and we sort of ran out of ideas as the game progressed and they say their keeper had a bit of a stormer in the latter part of the match. So it was disappointing. It's a, a, game, a game we should have certainly edged 1-0. So it was, uh, it was a flat performance in the end.
2: Yeah, mm. dropping points and yeah, same old, same old, really. It's kind of the same with the Swansea game. Have it the momentum in the first part of the game and then just letting it fall away and not really having an answer. It's the, If you're going to play that kind of way where it's not, you know, you're not playing very offensively and you are kind of scared to play the ball forward and it is left, right, back, forward, then they're, they're, going, they're just going to get behind the ball and they're going to hit you on the attack. And it's not a surprise that we couldn't win there anyway because of the amount of mice running on the pitch at the moment of Old Trafford. Have you, have you heard that, Edward? No. Well, apparently there's mice yeah. infestation at Old Trafford. It's got out of hand. We've got like the second lowest, um, second lowest environmental health uh, mark in the Premier League, after Watford, they've tried to address it before, but we're overrun with mice. They called in Rentakill, at the last minute, but the deal fell through. Oh, well done, well done! Boom, 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 boom. Your all it's, week it's it's down cause, pa- apparently because of the canal, but there's like loads of loads of mice running around the pitch probably running around a bit more than Wayne Rooney You would does. have
1: thought that with, the, with the, the numbers of people that are going in there, you would have thought that those uh, mice wouldn't want to be there. Lots of noise, uh, lots of action. Now, you, you mentioned...
0: Mice, mice, like everything
1: else in the north, just more sociable. There you go. <laughs> They're both at it now, aren't they? You can't stop them. <laughs> now, come on quickly. Look, you talked about Europe earlier on and uh, Wayne Rooney, uh, but that was a game we were expected to win, right? Robert?
0: What, the Bruges game? Yeah, yes. Sir. Yeah, it certainly was. C- certainly was. And, uh, it, I mean, the first, the first leg indicated that, that, that we, we, we should, we should uh, take the second leg comfortably. I thought it was a very accomplished performance. But of course, what we had, the difference was, was we just seemed to have bags more space to play with. I mean, the Swansea game then, in contrast, seemed like it was going at 100 miles an hour it was uh, and obviously we were showing up again for our deficiencies but good to have got through because they are banana skins those matches as we know and so you know now we're taking it for granted because we qualified it was still an excellent result you know both both legs to go through so that is something we should be positive about we we went through with plenty to spare
1: okay, okay. before we end uh, the podcast tonight i just want to read you some of the things in the papers that have been said about our, our manager because I think that, you know, we've talked transfers, we talked the game, uh, but, but ultimately this is about him. Uh, Van Persie said when he took over... Uh, from Holland at Holland he said that you're the number three striker I thought okay but I fought and I became the number one and indeed his captain but when I came <laughs> back from injury at United it, it wasn't an honest battle anymore fighting to get back in the team wasn't given to me as an option Raphael says I, I know he didn't like me and it was, I don't know if it was because I was Brazilian I don't know I, I was going well then Ferguson left and the change was fatal for me Hernandez says I want to go back to feeling important and happy I what want to find happiness. Bayer Leverkusen made me feel uh, important and loved, and coming here was not a difficult decision to make. They made me feel wanted. I-, I mean, they're all in their own way, talking about this guy not being able to, I suppose, put the metaphorical and proverbial arm around somebody and say, we need you, this is what we need you to do, Dave.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult sometimes because... Players that have left under some kind of negative, in a negative way, are going to sometimes kick, stick the boot in on him. But this isn't the first time this has happened in every club he's been around the world. Is he a bit too stuck in his ways? Is he a bit too long in the tooth to be able to be put the arm around the player, to be able to, you know. Uh, give the, the new modern footballer what he needs to go out and, and play the game. Di Maria said the same thing. He felt like he didn't get the support that he needed uh, from this, this this manager. Is he going to be able to... You can see from him if, if he doesn't like... if It's, it's his way the, or the highway, isn't it, yeah. really? And you have to play in that way. And, and at the moment, it seems like some players are... You know, they, they thrived on it, like Ashley Young, who now is not in the team. Um, but others, I think they find it quite difficult. And I think... They look quite scared when they play. And I think that's the. If you, if you saw the game against Bruges away, the look that him and Ryan Giggs gave each other when mm-hmm. and Hernandez missed that penalty, I think that shows you a lot about what that club's about now under him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bob, uh, uh, just give us your final thoughts about the manager well, before I, we end tonight.
0: I, well, I would say on the Van Hal issue, two things. A. Sir Alex Ferguson, a manager who alienated and made enemies of probably more of more players than anyone I know. So to put that into context, a B, with Van Hal sort of upsetting these blokes, all those blokes we mentioned. Yeah, yeah, would no, I, I get would that, I, would Robert. I, no, I no, one second. But he's still the guy no. who flew told, to Portugal to keep Ronaldo. I'm not that, about him upsetting players. I'm more just bothered about us replacing them with the right calibre. Of personnel, I couldn't really care if Raphael felt like he didn't like Brazilians. I think it's by the by. It's just more, I, I don't mind, I think it's, I, it's more just about the, the overall strategy of getting the right people in to replace them. Because I don't think any of those players were right, were, you know, could, could argue that, that it was the wrong decision to get rid of them. I think most, most of the time when we've spoken out in the podcast previously, we'd have let most of those people go.
1: Yeah, fair point. I mean, when you put it like that, I suppose I have to agree with you. We've come to the end of our bandwidth. Uh, as it is now, week four, or four games in, Dave, will Manchester United be in the Champions League in 2017?
2: It's going to be a tough one, isn't it? The group is, is, a, is a tough group, actually. I mean, people think that we've had an easy draw, but it's not that easy. You know, PSV and Wolfsburg, that is a, that's, that's a tough game. And to also have to go to Russia. Um, if we get out of the group that's a result I think that is a result is that, and that's as far I, as you I think, think so it? I, th- I think that is a result for us but with the team we've got at the moment I, you know, we can't beat Swansea away how are <laughs> we going to beat Wolfsburg away
1: fine and, and in the premiership just finally this year will mm. we finish in the top four
2: uh, I'm not sure. I think we're going to... I think we do. It's going to be we'll be fighting for fourth place again. I really okay. do believe that. Robert, same question to you first of all. I've,
0: I've, I've stumped... And again, as a punt, I stumped at the beginning of the season third, so I'll stubbornly, optimistically stick with that. In Europe, it's a bit of a sort of reality check, isn't it? We're not the team of 2008, so I'd probably have to accept that if we got to the knockout stage, I would say quarterfinals. I think we've... I think actually our slightly boring, ponderous style might allow us to progress quite far in terms of the continental matches. So I, I, would, I would say third and the quarterfinals would be a realistic uh, state of affairs.
2: Boring and ponderous. I never thought I'd hear those two words I on the Manchester United Redcast.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, not good uh, but listen that's the end of our moaning ladies and gentlemen wherever you are around the world Hopefully, we all you- need
0: a drink by us ac- a- sound <laughs> a- of it we've had
1: four already <laughs> wherever <laughs> you are whatever you're doing make sure you have your say there's no point in us sitting here arguing and saying what we feel without you inputting if you think there's something we've missed if you think there's something you could import uh, then get in touch you can get in touch via Twitter just look at us look us up and also you can get in touch on Facebook in fact I can give you some of the details follow us on Twitter uh that's uh united redcast to get in touch there uh, all the links twitter facebook itunes and the apps and the complete redcast archive so us talking rubbish over the last three or four years at unitedredcast.com <laughs> robert meekin look after yourself mate Cheers, very thank much. you Let's work out what match we're going to see and how you're going to sneak me in absolutely uh, in, in, in that bag and uh, moses otherwise known as dave <laughs> Thank you, I'm going away for 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> <There you> Hopefully <laughs> we'll have a win by then. <laughs> there you go. Uh, when you come back, I'll have a good look at the burning bush. There you go. Uh, we are at the end of it now. That sounded wrong, didn't it?
2: I love it. You can always look at my burning bush. No,
1: but it sounded wrong. Just in case any of my Nigerian brothers are listening, <laughs> let me just clear that straight away. We'll be back here very soon. Look after yourself until then. Come on, you
0: red. Ladbrokes are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to fifty pounds of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit PlaybackMedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumpercasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy.